right wing Fox News watcher bingo, I would have hit it like about 12 minutes into our conversation last night. <sighs> this guy is just parroting everything that Hannity and Tucker Carlson say. It's oh, just, God. it's really sad. Yeah, and I love that Facebook's like Facebook is the uh, is the is the main like land where everybody just goes and just sounds like a jackass, but they think they're saying something profound. It's only in it's only in on Facebook. I mean, you'll see it on YouTube, you know, for for the most part too. But still, like, and it's what sucks is YouTube. You don't really know them. Facebook, you know them, and you're like, damn, yeah. You're, I don't know this guy. Idiot. He's just a friend of my uncle, but uh, I think I maybe have met him once or twice. I think he might work in like my aunt's like Harley dealership or something. Yeah, um, I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Why? I'm done. Wait, oh, I'm missing this. Oh, uh, what is, I did my own hair today. How do I? Yeah, this guy on Facebook, it, we were talking about the Electoral College, and I, you know, I just said, hey, I think it's a racist institution. And then this guy said, oh, I'm the big businessman, and you don't know anything. You're just some young, dumb kid. And I'm like, that's not really an argument, you know. You'd know that if you went to college. <laughs> because, you know, he's trying to high-hand me with being this big businessman. So I was just like, yeah, well, you'd know how to support an argument if you went to college. And it just kind of went back and forth from there. <laughs> Yeah, I trolled him back to let them walk into their own little traps. Yeah. You like the background, by the way? I was going to ask you about it uh, and if you had a master plan for it. And it's kind of weird because on Skype, we see the other corner of your room. Right. And, and then on the thing, we see the other thing. So I get a, a full uh, panoramic kind of, you know, going on. <laughs> I've been working on it, man, bit bit by bit. You know what I'm saying? Looking nice. James just said, now I know where Pascal lives. Interesting. <laughs> What's that? Is that a knock at my door? <laughs> right. It's James. What do you think he sounds like? Hold on, hold on. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate it. If this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button. It would really mean a lot. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. That would be dope as hell. Anyway, we got some other stuff going on. We got some news and all that. So, Tom, what is going on in the world, man? All right. Well, um, 
if, with everybody working from home now, there's been an increase in the number of people drinking while doing their job. So there have been a couple of new studies that have come out showing how much people are drinking at home or how many people are drinking at home. So we've got, there's, there's two studies. There's one from alcohol.org and one from Fishbowl, the Fishbowl app. Mm-hmm. And Fishbowl found that 42% of employees are drinking while working from home. Forty-two percent. Wow, that's a that's, uh, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of people. Yeah, that's a lot of <laughs> irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, are they saying what they're drinking? Like what's their preferred? Are they going like hard liquor? Or are they going beer? What are they, what's, what's, beer, what's beer is theoretically the the uh, drink of choice for people while they work. So. They found that they're not drinking liquor. They are drinking beer. So if there's any silver lining for employers on this, it's that their employees are just drinking beer while they're doing their job. Hmm. But uh, they they found uh, they have a state by state breakdown of, you know, you know, who the top drinking states are and who the least drinking states are. North Carolina had the highest percentage answering yes, 47.7 percent. According to the Fishbowl app, uh, came in with uh, North Carolina. Uh, I think Virginia also was pretty high, at least according to the um, yeah half of those surveyed by um, Alcohol.org in Virginia. Half of employees working from home were drinking. New Hampshire also about half, and sixty percent according to Alcohol.org are drinking at home in Rhode Island while doing their job. Man. And I'm wondering if that mayor of Las Vegas is also drinking while she's doing her job. <laughs> she's slurring just a little bit. I don't know if that's always what she sounds like, but yeah. Mm. No, nah, she that that's some that's some special that's a special woman right there. That yeah. is a now, special woman. What were you gonna say? I wonder what the percentage of people that were already previously drinking while at their job was. Yeah, I don't know. Like, did it go up a lot, or that's, is that what it's at already? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. That's a very good question. But you know, we're we're based out of Missouri here. Missouri uh, was one of the less drinking states at home, which is actually kind of surprising. I I was a little surprised to see that. But uh, according to Fishbowl, uh, the thirty-seven point nine six. So basically, thirty-eight percent of people are drinking while doing their job in Missouri. And according to this alcohol.org, they're they're saying 32%. So Missouri not drinking as much as other states while we do our job. I guess it's a good sturdy Midwestern value. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Let me ask you this. How how in the hell are they getting this real – how are they getting this serious (laughs) – this can't be real. You know, for I a fact, they lie. Yeah, I was going to say, how, how, why, who would go out of their way and say, yep, I'm going to click yes. I, I've been drinking at work. Click. <laughs> Unless they're drunk when they're clicking on that survey. I mean, wh- who would sit there and honestly say, yeah, I'm drinking at work. I'm drinking while I'm at, you know, at home while I'm working. Click. I mean, what? You know, for a yeah. fact, that's got to be a fabricated number or half of that or half of those numbers aren't even times it by two. Times it by three. You know what I'm saying? Like that can't be, that can't be real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Fishbowl's methodology. They said uh, the Fishbowl one, which is a larger, more comprehensive study. Uh, they surveyed 12,895 verified verified professionals from across the U.S. on the Fishbowl app, and included companies such as EY, Deloitte, Accenture, Amazon, Edelman, Nike, Google, KPMG, and thousands others. Huh. So, interesting. A, that's a pretty huge sample size, twelve thousand eight hundred ninety-five. Like, have you agreed to give your information to your employer when Bruh. you submitted the survey? No, <laughs> you didn't read the fine print. That's hilarious. <laughs> I can't imagine they'd get accurate responses if that were the case. No, man, that yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. That can't. Ooh, I mean, obviously, you just stated all the, the where all, where all that data and all that information is coming from. But I'm telling you, times that by three. Times that by three. You can say 100% people are drinking right now. People are smoking, <laughs> drinking, because they're sitting there going, well, shoot, I ain't going to get tested. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to get drug tested. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm working from home, so I guess I can. I can roll this loud real quick. I can drink this drink real quick. Shoot, it's five o'clock somewhere in the world. So f it. You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of people are doing right now. So for the fact, the fact that they they're sitting there saying that number, man, t- add like fifty more percent on that that mug, man, because <laughs> people are drinking, bruh. People are drinking. I'm seeing. Here it is. You go to you go to the local uh, grocery store. Every time I go in there, I'm seeing I, I'm, I'm, the, the things I'm seeing are toilet papers out. Uh, uh, tower, uh, paper towels are out. Bleach, sanitizer, stuff like that. And then you look over in the alcohol section, beer, gone, liquor, wine, especially white wine. So, you know, for a fact, there's a lot of a lot of white white women hanging out at home drinking their their white wine spritzers. You know what I'm saying? Chilling in the cut, gone. Especially the big ones. You know what I'm saying? Like the gallon of wine. You know what I'm saying? But it's cheap. Right. But it gets you buzzed. It gets you drunk. Those them mugs are gone. Like handles of these mugs gone. So, and a lot of uh, Bloody Mary mix gone. So you know for a fact people are drinking. Man, if I'm going into my grocery store and I'm seeing the dude hunched over you know you see the crack of his ass and he's because he's hunched over trying to load you know uh anheuser bush and 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 vodka and and white wine and re you know restocking things and he's coming from a truck you know for a fact people drink it they drinking hard they out here kicking it you know what i'm saying hi it's great it's just Keep playing with the keep playing with the dog. I'm just gonna see. You know what I'm saying? Then they wake up. Oh wow, that was a great nap. Thank you. The next morning, <laughs> lather, rinse, right. gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Repeat. I mean, people are kicking it right now. You know, yeah. that's why uh, dispensaries have been going out of uh, stock with their with their weed. That's why liquor's been going low because people are smoking and drinking like a mug. As much as people are complaining about how they ain't working, they're really taking up on this opportunity to just experiment, you know? Yeah. It'd be crazy if those weren't open. What did you say, Jack? Really crazy if those weren't considered essential and they weren't open. (laughs) Right. And golf. Yeah. Let's not forget golf. Because that's so important. But anyway, we're going to say Tom. On a serious note, though, I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny that people are kind of getting sloshed and doing their job. But, you know, they're talking about when this is over, there might be people that weren't alcoholics before this. that coming out of this will be like hardcore alcoholics. And also take into account the more you drink, the more likely there is to be domestic violence, yep. abuse. Yep. So then just smoke weed. There, there are some serious aspects of this. Then just smoke weed. I ain't never seen. I'm not sitting here trying to say like, hey, everybody should smoke. Everybody's everything's better with a bag of weed. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying. Alcohol gets people aggressive. Weed, not so much unless you're just a dumbass and you just already you already put domestic. You already have that that domestic violence box checked next to your resume of who you are as a human being, then you're a trash person. But I just don't see that kind of stuff happening when you're rolling a blunt. That's just what I've at least seen. Everyone's too busy eating ho-hos and watching repeats of Harry Potter, or they're, they're watching like Cheech and Chung movies or, you know, watching really trashy movies like Kareem and coffee, coffee and Kareem or something like that. Or Fox news. (laughs) The discord. This is funny. (laughs) This Hannity guy's funny. Wow, he kind of looks like a melted version you of You see a, that mayor? No. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? You see that mayor? That's crazy. Michael, what's up, man? Hope you're doing well out there in Romania. Thank you so much for tuning in right now. I appreciate it on Twitch. Um, but, yeah, man. So, yeah, these people are going out there and having a blast. They're having, People are out here having a good time. So as much as they're complaining about not making money or not working, you know, not being able to leave the house, they're taking full advantage of the situation for show for show at least if i was drinking and smoking weed i'd be doing that i'd take yep. advantage of it man shoot there'd be a cloud of smoking here right now I'd be i mean like, it's hey, just man, a little bit of crack think? in the morning it, you know it just keeps me going just a little bit of crack you know it's the cheapest thing i can find right now man damn 
Just give me some crack. Anyway, what else is going on? All right. Well, there's a special report that came out from Reuters kind of highlighting some of the um, less than stellar response by the U.S. government to the COVID pandemic. The crux of the story here, and this is so ridiculous, um, this guy that was leading up the CDC, let's see, Alex Azar, who, who uh, let's see, what is this guy's official title? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Inquiring minds would uh, like to know. Well, anyway, moving, <laughs> moving on. They put, in short order, they put in charge of the day-to-day -day running of the COVID response was given to a guy named Brian Harrison, who for the last six years has been running a, a dog breeding business of Labradoodles. This guy has no formal education at all whatsoever in healthcare, in health, in pandemic response, in anything like that. Oh boy. He's a small business owner from Texas that was briefly an aide to, I think, the head of the CDC or uh, HHS. But this guy had absolutely no business whatsoever, no qualifications to speak of, to be running the day-to-day. -day. He was a Labradoodle breeder. This, that was the guy's job. He had no other qualifications, no formal education in healthcare or anything that would be applicable to this situation at all. Mm. He's 37 years old. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. He, he joined HHS in a one-year stint as a confidential assistant to Azar, who was then deputy secretary of HHS. So, what? yeah, he's... Wow. You're wondering why things maybe didn't run as smoothly as they could have or should have. It's because a Labradoodle breeder was running our response. I mean, when you can handle all those dogs, you know, that's a lot of dogs when you're breeding. So yeah. you got to be able to handle a lot of people <laughs> and a lot of dogs. Oh and, you God. know, it's, a, it's very similar. It's like, hey, 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 let it back. Let it, hey, 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 chill. Just, just let nature take, take its course. It'll be fine. Just let nature take its course. Just let set back. You know, just let it. Just let let things flow. What the hell's wrong? Who? How? How did this guy get the job? How did that guy, guy get the gig? <laughs> He's just friends with the guy. I, he wasn't friends. He had he had worked underneath the guy that's the secretary of. Um, the secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services. This, that's the guy's title. I was trying to find it earlier. Alex Azar is the secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services who appointed a Labradoodle breeder to handle the day-to-day -day operations of America's COVID response wow. in the early days. That is... So, uh, yeah. You know, what? Just, what's funny is that goes to show to you that literally in life, it's all about who you're sitting at the dinner table with, y'all. Really. It's all about who you know. That's some messed up stuff. Yeah. A Labradoodle breeder. Yeah. I'm done. Uh-huh. Now I've heard breed. everything. You only, know, like, only, you know, Trump only hires the finest people. Absolutely. So. Well, you know, <laughs> now I've heard everything from, yeah. hey, let's use Las Vegas as a placebo testing site to a Labradoodle a dude who breeds Labradoodles having a very important position. It, 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 he probably replied <clears throat> to the Craigslist ad. No shit. <laughs> no kidding, man. Oh, my God. That's hilarious, man. Anyway, what, what else is going on? All right. Uh, Abigail Disney is back in the news. Uh, Abigail Disney, for those of you who don't know, uh, is the daughter of... Uh, Roy Disney, okay, our granddaughter of Roy Disney, uh, who co-founded the uh, Disney Corporation with his brother Walt. So she has been um, a very strong critic of how much, uh, basically, of the pay disparity between upper management at Disney and the low-level workers, especially at the parks, at Disney World, Disneyland, all all those places. Disney has decided to furlough 100,000 workers, mostly in its theme park division, and Abigail Disney yesterday went off. And I, when I say went off, I mean went off like I went off on Facebook last night. 
She had a 25-tweet thread ripping the Walt Disney Company for Whoa. keeping their bonuses this year while furloughing 100,000 workers. She said, what the actual F? And wondered out loud how they could possibly do this. They, she says that they have enough money on hand that if they were to give up the bonuses, they could pay for three months' salary to its frontline workers. Wow. And it's going to people who have already been collecting egregious bonuses for years. Wow. So, you, 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 you want to know something funny? Um, I don't get why Disney is furloughing all their, their workers. I don't get it. Um, because they have more money than they're an in incredibly huge. They're an incredibly huge corporation. I mean, they, they're huge. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when Ruth Chris got the $10 million bailout money, it's kind of like you make, you guys make, you guys are more than just fine with that money uh, or more than just fine without that money. And now you're taking a $10 million paycheck, you know, bailout check. Um, and it's the same thing with Disney. Disney makes more money than I can even, we can even fathom. I mean, they could probably pay for people and then some all over the world three times over, circling the world three times over, I'm sure. So why couldn't they keep at least paying their, their you know, keeping them uh, on a, a paycheck, keeping them, uh, you know, maybe they're furloughed, maybe they're just not working but keep them afloat while this time is going on so yeah for the fact that miss disney what's her name again what's her name uh her name is abigail disney abigail disney you know what i'm saying for her to to drop that knowledge and actually like expose disney for for, for that shows disney is wow it's terrible disney owns like marvel D yeah. Disney, they, you know what I'm saying they have all these movies they're making more money than they they can even count they're printing yeah. money that corporation's printing money. You know what I'm saying? Right. How, about, how about this? What if they just take one of those movies out of that special vault they have, and they say every proceeds from the sale of this goes towards all of our employees? Right. We'll do that. Simple. Simple. Or, yeah. But this That's is crazy. the thing. I mean, they – okay. So for their part, and I, I want you to pay attention to this, for their part – the Disney CEO, uh, the Disney CEO agreed to salary reductions. Even so, the CEO of Disney earns nine hundred times that of his median wage employee. Excuse me, nine hundred times. Nine hundred times. Nine hundred times. Okay, and you're telling me that they can't take some of that money, that nine hundred times money, and just sprinkle it on the people that make it. A small world after all. You know what I'm saying? Yep. All those people that are out there that work there every day, that have families, that rely on that paycheck. And of course, I understand. You got to have that place closed. That makes sense. Yes. Of course, you got to have the place closed. But if they're furloughed and you're going, ah, sorry, guys, you're going to have to apply for, for unemployment. Get out of here. Give them a check. They're the mm -hmm. ones who keep you guys relevant. Yep. Not only just the movies that you guys make, that you guys bought, it's the other stuff too. It's them. It's the people, man. Man, see this is the oh that stuff just burns my cookies, man. I hate that stuff. I hate yeah. that, man. That's not how this should be. And, but that's when I hate where the rich get rich and the poor get poor, and they get rich off the backs of the poor, or they get rich off the the backs of the workers, and then they go, thank you so much, bye. Oh, oh, yep. you need money. <laughs> you know, you can you can apply for unemployment. They're going to add six hundred dollars for every single paycheck, every single unemployment check. So you're going to be just fine. You'll probably make more money like this do, being unemployed uh, on unemployment than you do working for me. So go ahead. Mm -hmm. You know, let the government take care of you. It's like, no, man, you should be taking care of your own. That's your family. Or at yeah. least that's how you should be looking at it. That's unbelievable, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. Like towards the end of the year, like when we were doing one of those year end things um, back when we were in the studio, I think yeah. at one point we we tried to figure out what the top 10 grossing films of 2019 were. Mm -hmm. I think eight out of 10 of them were Disney movies. Yeah. Or I owned. Mean, these guys rolling in money. Yeah. And, I mean, they're getting hit hard right now because ESPN is owned by Disney. They can't show any sports stuff. ABC can't show any sports stuff, including like the NBA playoffs. 
nobody can go to their theme parks, hotels, and cruise ships. But still, they could just take that $1.5 billion in bonuses they're paying themselves and put that towards their 100,000 furloughed workers. And at least by Abigail Disney's math, now I haven't done the math on it myself, but that $1.5 billion would pay for that 100,000 employees to have three months of salary. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully she's saying facts. Hopefully she's saying something that's actually real as far as like the numbers and doing the math. But at the same time, Abigail Disney, I'm sure, is around very, very uh, well uh, educated people or she's got a very smart team with her that are, she's probably going, hey, this number, how many people can we actually pay for and for how long? You know, so I would I would I don't think she would go on to Twitter and go on to a tirade just spitting out useless information or uninformed information i would hope hopefully she's not pulling a trump that's what i'm trying to say what what's you know? her uh net value or net worth that i don't know um she's sitting there in like two billion dollars <laughs> yeah she's she's at two billion and she's going hey no 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 look over here <laughs> look over here how about them look at them they should pay they should pay the, their yeah. workers and it's like you know if you're making money if you're getting some money too you might as well share share she baby well, air, so. At least according to Wikipedia, it says her net worth is $120 million. Oh. So she's got a nice chunk of change there. So she can sure. actually she can share. Share, baby, but, share. Well, it's not $1.5 billion. And I, I, I misspoke. Yeah. That $1.5 billion is also shareholder dividends. That's, that's in addition to the okay. executive bonuses. So okay. they're saying if the shareholders gave up their dividends and the executives gave up their bonuses, they could do right by their employees, pay these 100,000 workers three months, and wow. set a good example for other employers in Hollywood. Unbelievable. Right, right. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's, that's some crazy stuff, man. Well, hopefully the, her tweets hit the right people, I would hope. Or yeah. you never know. It might backfire, and there might be a cancel Disney here very soon. You never know. I mean, everybody's so we're on such a, 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 a there's such we're on such a nerve, very sensitive nerve right now on anything. If you do anything right now, you can get canceled like that. You know, you could say something with facts, but it just comes out the wrong way or it's misread in a wrong way. And people will just ride you to the ground, you know. So I'm interested to see what Disney does next with that information. And shame on them if they don't do anything about it. What else is going on? All right. Well, uh, there's been some updates on the Whitney Houston biopic. Oh, uh, snap. Okay. Yeah. Come on with it. So a feature film about Whitney Houston's life is in the works from the screenwriter of Bohemian Rhapsody. No. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. No. Oh, I know. No, mm-hmm. Tom. And it's being separated by the Whitney Houston estate. So, you know, there are questions as to whether or not it's going to be, you know, how much they're going to clean it up or whatever. They're going to clean uh, the hell out of it, man. They're going to they're going to take they're going to yeah. literally take every single maid that they can that they can fathom and 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 afford and make sure every little gram and ounce of cocaine is out of that thing. Every rock is taken out of that thing. Every single thing. No, seriously, they're going to whitewash the hell out of that movie. Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm sorry. If this is unpopular opinion, then it's unpopular opinion. But I did not like Bohemian Rhapsody. It was not fully what it could have been. It could have been amazing. And that movie was just like... I felt like I was watching a Harry Potter movie. You know what I'm saying? With with yeah. with music. Um it it was so watered down and so safe instead of showing what Fre- Freddie Mer- Mercury really was like, they just made him look like he was like some this really goody two-shoes guy and they 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 they, they, they just kind of oh, man, I don't know. Wow. It, they just they hinted at certain things about his lifestyle, but they didn't really go in. And then yeah. yet homeboy still Rami Malik still got an Oscar for that movie, which I'm like, oh, but anyway, I know that people are going to say, uh, 
I'm, I'm probably they're going to be people are going to be upset with what I say in regards to that movie. But I didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody. So it's like when they did it's like when they did the N.W.A. movie, too. It was so watered down. It wasn't really fully 100 percent the realness that really went on behind the scenes, behind the mic that happened in, in, in between the dudes, the crew of N.W.A. Same thing with Bohemian Rhapsody. Winnie Houston's movie is only going to be about her music, and that's it. And maybe that's what people want. Yes, exactly. No grit at all. And I get it. There's going to be people who are going to love that. They're just going to want to see her story and how she her rise to fame and all that. And then it's going to be she tragically lost. She tragically died, and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? But that there's so much more to her. There's so much more to her. You know what I mean? There's so much more to her. The yeah. good, the good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, they they, they said in the release Dang. that. Uh, what were you say? Yeah, they they said in the release they said uh, they want to be frank about the price that superstardom exacted on her. They want to tell the whole Whitney, whose vocal genius deeply affected the world, while she fiercely battled the demons that were to be her undoing. Lies. So they're saying that they're going to address all that stuff now. We'll no, see. they're not. The director of the, the they're they're in advanced talks right now with the director of the photograph. I didn't see that movie, but uh, the director of that movie was uh, I'm going to try and say this last name Stella Maggie Meg High, but uh, directed the photograph uh, is supposedly going to direct this movie. Uh, the photograph, if you haven't seen it, I guess it had Issa Rae and Keith yeah. Stanfield in it. It's good. But, it's it's, um, it's decent. It's decent. Yeah, I, I haven't seen. It. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But it's good. Mm. It's just good. You know, uh, that's why I guess mm, 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 mm. that's why I guess I'm just waiting to see who they cast and what happens, because the director of the 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 photograph, I mean, it's a good movie I mean, or it's good. It's it's a decent movie. It's great to see black love on on camera. Um, and it's it's done in a unique way and all that. And I, and I, I enjoyed it to to a certain extent, but I wouldn't say, whoa, man, amaze. Like, whoa, my mind was blown. Like, whoa, I'll never forget the photograph. You know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot about the movie until you mentioned it. Real talk. So no offense about that. But I'm interested to see what they do mm. with the biopic, because here it is. You know, they, they're already doing one about Aretha Franklin right now. And, I you know. I'm worried about that one too, to uh, to a certain extent. It has nothing to do with Jennifer Hudson because I think she'll kill it. But I'm just interested to see what they do with it. A lot of biopics, they just it's hard. Like Walk the Line was hard as hell. I like I loved that movie. I thought it was dope. They showed everything. They showed the good, the bad, and the ugly, and it was real. Whereas Whitney Houston, I feel like yeah, I just feel like it's gonna be really, really watered down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I imagine so. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, isn't that hard, though, to put superstars into a hour and a half or two-hour film? I mean, to even be able to capture it. I mean, that's, I think, a lot of times why they go the route they go is because they just don't have time to dive into it. Yeah. 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 They I, also I, want the mass appeal. They don't want the, you know, to limit it, you know, to an audience. Right. Well, so here's the thing. You, you the, the, the trick is, is that you want like, OK, here it is. Walk the line. I hate to keep going back to walk the line, but walk the line and Ray. Another one that was really great. Walk the line and Ray were two are two really good pillars of examples of what a good musical biopic should look like. You still have the the, the triumph, like the rise to fame. You still have his the the battles with addiction or battles with just life or whatever it is that they're they're battling with then on top of that you're able to hear all of their hits throughout the movie so it's a really great musical biopic now if you're able to do that with an incredible actor then you got oscars you got oscar noms you got all kinds of stuff just flooding towards you now that's one thing that they fell short on with the Queen biopic or the Freddie Mercury biopic. Also, because they had the Queen band 
with their fingers all up in it. With their say and how things should be and all that stuff. Instead of just really focusing fully on Freddie Mercury and his actual, the, the demons that he battled with, his, his, him coming out, you know, the whole nine. So, and his battles with AIDS, all that. They just kind of sprinkled it in. And then it's like, oh, and then the, the Live Aid uh, concert, and then, you know, and then he dies. It's just like, what? This is so bad. Like, that, my personal opinion. My own personal opinion. Yeah. I think Rami Malik is a very talented actor. I'm not saying that he's not. But at the same time, man, they just, ooh, it's Whitney, though. It's like Aretha and Whitney. Those are two huge names. Don't mess this up. Please don't mess it up because I want to see a really good biopic on Whitney Houston in my lifetime. That is not like they're going to go, oh, we messed that up. Let's just re, you know, do a revamp. You know, this ain't Spider-Man we talking about. You feel me? So it's <laughs> like, you know, you can't just go, hey, we got uh, Andrew Garfield. Oh, God, you know, he's going to be put on the spandex and he's going to be Whitney Houston. No big deal. I don't know why I went into Australian. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't repeat that. You can't go, oh, let's do a refranchise Whitney Houston. You can't do that. Once it's done, it's done for like 20, 30 some odd years until somebody says, oh, we should bring back Whitney Houston because they mucked it up the last time. So you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. All right? Mom spaghetti. You feel me? I want to hear you sing some Whitney. <laughs> not today. How's that? Maybe another time. Maybe another time. <laughs> Maybe another time. But anyway, I don't know. Definitely comment down below. And let us know what your thoughts on are on that, because that is some crazy stuff. Um, I gotta uh, get you guys off of the uh, the screen really quick, because I gotta pull up this thing uh, real quick. A little little me time now. Me time. Okay, so TikTok is getting uh, okay. So just a couple days ago, I did a pop-up video where I talked about a racist TikTok uh, account or a racist TikTok video that went viral. Two high school seniors decided to do something where they said, hey, we're going to show you guys how to make N-words. All right. And it was racist as all get out. And I went in on it. I went in. All right. So definitely go check out that video, please. For sure, when once the show is over, um, and it was uh, really bad. It was really bad. Um, you know, there's there's this thing, there's this thing going around right now where uh, they, it's basically called "How's My Form," um, and now it's a you know it's a it's a trend that's going around. It's like a "How's My Form" challenge, um, and. I'm I'm just saying, like it, it's now kind of turned. It was something that was supposed to be kind of funny. You're you're roasting your your friends, you're roasting people, uh, that kind of thing. But now people are starting to do. Um, now they're starting to do things that are getting very racist. All right. Now, of course, this is starting to. Now, of course, this is something that's been br uh, brought up and brought to light a little bit more because of the whole. N-word scandal with uh, Stephanie Freeman and James Humes. Those are their names. Um, can't go without telling you, telling them their names. Um, but it, it, it's some wild stuff. But people are literally going around and saying, oh, you know, this is uh, how's my form. This is, you know, th this is uh, for people who want to know what black people, how black people are. Or this is how Mexicans are. Or this is how Asians, how Asians are the whole nine. Now, there are videos. Uh, there are uh, several TikToks like this. And people are not seeing that there is a lot of racist undertones. It's just racist as hell You that you don't make this kind of content on TikTok. But this is a thing that a lot of kids are starting to do. And they think that they're being, they, they think they're being crafty with this stuff. So um, I got to find it, but, you know, you guys um, tell me what you guys think, fellas, so on that the, while I look at this. What are their, they're like, this was like a how's my form challenge. What, what are, what are the kids exactly, are they, what are they doing? Like they, I mean, it's literally like, 
it, it'll be like, hey, uh, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like, hey, uh, here is to all the people who want to know what how black people are. Here it is. And then they'll sit, sit there and mimic, you know, a black person. They'll sit there and go, oh, loves oh. watermelon and gets arrested all the time. How's my form? Nice. Like, how did I do kind of thing? And uh, they're wow. mimicking that kind of stuff. Now, I'm trying to find this. Sorry. Yeah, that's really that's not okay. No. Uh, you know, uh, that's that, definitely yeah, that's, not okay. I mean, most definitely not that, okay. That's gonna follow you around too. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Um, and it, but that's the thing. It just it keeps th- these type of videos keep going. Um, you yeah. know, like the 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 one that I talked about, where it was the high school s- students, the high school seniors that did the whole how to make an N word and all that. They thought it was. They thought it was, uh, you know, like they thought it was funny. They thought it was going to be something that was going to be like, oh, this is some profound stuff. You're going to enjoy this and everything because it's funny. And then people are doing now because of that. People are starting to see that TikTok, like, like there's a crack. There's definitely a crack in in TikTok, and they're not perfect, obviously, because there's so much racist stuff that is going on. On TikTok, that's just getting flown under the radar because it's TikTok. But now because of that senior's uh, racist video, things are starting to come to light a whole lot more. Um, so Man. let me just show you real quick what I mean by like the how's my form. Hold on real quick. This is an example of one. This is not the video, but this is what it looks like. Here we go. Here is how's my form one. Or this is a compilation. So I'm just going to show you this. All right. There you go. These ladies are hot. They're so very hot. So much damage to my soul. We You see what I'm saying? Let's do another one real quick. These are hot. See what I'm saying? So like that is something that has been like going trending. So it's like, oh, how, you know, white girls drive. Boom. How's my form? See what I'm saying? Or how, you know, how like they'll sit there and go how Mexicans go over the, the get across the border. And they'll show a dude like running over a, you know, trying to climb a ladder over a fence, you know, and he'll jump over or something like that. And they'll say, how's my form? Stuff like that. Stuff like that kind of content is out there and people are eating it up and turning it into trash. Yeah. And turning it into racist uh, uh, like they're turning into into racist like digs and roasts into uh, at certain uh, at certain races and everything. And it's like, man, this is uh, this is really what this is. Um, and man, this is driving me nuts. It must have been removed. I guess it got removed because uh, it was up here and now it's gone. The thing is, I guess gone. it's good that it was removed. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, it was like the the thing is, is it was like this this Asian girl. Um, she's doing her thing, um, and on it, she makes fun of black people, and um, and she's you know just basically just doing a stupid little "How's my form?" challenge type thing, and of course she got under fire for it big time, huge. So she was like, "I'm so she so." She got into so much trouble that she, her parents <laughs> told her to post a TikTok video apologizing, which she, which she oh. ended up doing. She ended up doing it. And she was like, yo, I'm really sorry about this and that and blah, blah, blah. My bad. You know, it was only a joke. I, I didn't know it was going to be so bad and all that. And it's like, yeah, you, you, you're not, you know, I don't like, and of course, you know, she's Asian. So it's like, all right, you know, how racist can you be if you're Asian? No, it's still racist. It's still racist. I don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? You don't do that. You don't do that kind of stuff. But that's the thing. There's a lot of young, dumbass kids on this ridiculous app 
that think they're trying to that think they're being funny or they're going, oh, man, I oh, if I do this is going to get me going viral. So then they go and do something stupid. And next thing you know, they go viral, but in a bad way. Then you got people who are going and, and trying to send you death threats and 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 putting out screenshots of where your address and where you live and all that stuff. You don't need that mess. Yeah, you know putting, what I'm saying? Putting you on a YouTube show called The Pascal Show. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get on here. You get you get roasted on here. You know, you get put under fire over here. You know, because I don't tolerate that mess, man. Nobody does. You know? It shouldn't at all, either. I mean, that's... Um, hopefully, TikTok does go through and start banning more of those uh, users. Yeah. Uh, I think they can just come back and sign up right away again, though, uh, on a different username. Yeah. I mean, you I know, mean, th- there there are people that are, um, of course, you can do that all day long. But if they get reported, they should be put down. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You yeah. know? And it's just, it's unfair. It's unfair because I feel like, you know, it's kind of like uh, YouTube. You know, if you get a certain amount of strikes on your YouTube channel, you could never have another channel ever again like ever again you know and i feel like excuse me tiktok and instagram for example too should be exactly doing the same thing you know and i get it i i hear i hear people saying oh it's freedom of speech it's my right freedom of speech i get it i get that i get that but there's no reason for those kind of things to be happening period that kind of hateful type of content should never exist. And I hate that there are platforms in which these young kids are going, oh, let me let me roast. Let me roast Asians. Let me roast Mexicans. Let me roast black people. You know what I'm saying? It's just. Stupid, you know, yeah. why waste your time with that stuff? You know, make something that's good and, and make people happy, make people smile and laugh. And just keep it universal. Keep it safe. When you start doing racy stuff, literally, <laughs> literally racy stuff, get it? Doesn't get you anywhere. I mean, it's not like there's an example being set for them from the highest power in the U.S. Right. On how to act. I mean, I... Right. My thoughts, exactly. Yep. Beautifully done. Beautifully said. Anyway, we're going to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with question of the day, but I'm going to throw that up really quick because we got a question of the day and then we have birthdays and all of that stuff. All right. Question of the day is, do you think it's okay to stay friends with your ex? Yeah. Do you think it's okay to stay friends with your ex? Man, definitely get the comments rolling down below. I would love... uh. I would love to hear what you guys think because it is, uh, I'm sure it's very interesting. I'm sure. Uh, so let the comments roll down below. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal show. See you guys in a minute. Bye. <laughs> what? You see what Debbie, Debbie said yeah. on the YouTube comments? <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. But, when Pascal does a white voice, it's always a Southern hillbilly voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to. <laughs> I don't mean to. <laughs> My rights. My <laughs> rights. <laughs> I don't mean to. My bad. My bad. My rights. <laughs> I, I do it too when I talk about dumb white people too. Yeah, I it's do just the Southern accent. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, that's just, Universal uneducated white guy sound is my, my rights. Hey, <laughs> Cletus. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. I gotta get a glass of water too. That's not a bad idea.
So beat. <laughs> I'm probably gonna sleep all goddamn day. Nice. Oh my god. So dumb. I can't believe I got roped into that shit last night. <laughs> Jesus. Went down the rabbit hole. I did. I usually I usually don't do that. I try not to. I used to do it a lot. I try not to now. You're like, am I oh. taking the the blue pill? I'm with the red pill tonight. <laughs> uh, dude just caught me the wrong time. I was about three beers deep when he started in on me. I was like, eh, F me, what F you. you. <laughs> what are you drinking on? Uh, let's see. I was drinking Miller Lite. And then I had a um, then I had Bell's Two Hearted Ale. Nice. Yeah. I, I was drinking some of that um, New England or Northeast IPA from Schlafly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so good. Nice. Yeah, one minute. Right on. So I think, ooh, that looks. Oh, that's not good. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do this and then birthdays and just be out. All right. I gotta do a All quick right. announcement, which uh, of course I'm excited about. Uh, for tomorrow's show because we got two people on. My sister is going to be on tomorrow. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then Sandy, f- Sandy yeah. And then Frankie nice. uh, Frankie Muriel uh, from Doctors of Vegas will be on tomorrow too, so I'm excited oh, cool. to have them both on. So that's going to be a double whammy. Like two, 10 to 10.30 will be busy, but it'll be good, you know? All right, let's do this. Seven seconds. All right, welcome, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. All right, welcome, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button on our Facebook page. And of course, hit that subscribe button, all right? Debbie, thank you so much. She said, this show looks good. Go ahead, check it out. Yes, Uh, no, she's talking about the, uh, the movie. Uh, that I was just that I just played. It's a trailer from Little Books, Little Films called Fire and Rain. Uh, definitely go, go and check it out. That is now on Amazon Prime. Those guys are my my dude Philip. Shout out to Philip, my boy Philip. He is literally uh, blowing up and uh, doing his thing. He also has that movie Scru- or the the series Scrutiny. That's also on. Uh, that's also on. Uh, 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 Amazon Prime as well. Sorry, I had a uh, brain fart. Um, <clears throat> Scrutiny, the original Hustlers. Go check that out. It is really, really good. And the first season, the whole entire first season is on Amazon Prime right now as we speak. You know, the, the funny thing is, is I've, I've thought about that too. Like us being able to get on Amazon Prime or or even on Roku. You know what I mean? We can. We have to have captions for the whole show. Captions for the be a certain like, like yeah, like a legibility for it. So like, if we have cross talk and stuff, 
get to be able to have everything like outlined. Uh, but we can try the YouTube ones and see if I'm like, accept it and uh, try to upload it to it. Yeah, I mean, we should do that, man. I think that would be yeah. a really, I think that would be a dope, a dope opportunity. I think it would be a great idea. I mean, you know, so then people who don't get to see the show can see it there, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, I think that would be really dope if we were able to do something like that. That'd be, that'd yeah. be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. You know, um, because I got, a, I got a, a dude that's on Roku. My boy uh, is on Roku and he does that stuff all the time. Um, uh, he has his own show. Like, he has an app and channel on on Roku. And it's like, man, shoot, that'd be really cool to be able to not, not say be live. It'd be amazing to be live on Roku, but but being able to be on it, on Roku, you know, hey, you just access the show whenever you want. It's right there. I mean, shoot, we got content for days, bruh. Yeah. I mean, for years, I got yeah. content, you know? So that'd be really uh, interesting and cool to see. Uh, so also something that I'm very excited about and something that's very cool. I'm very excited about this because I'm getting somebody, two people on the show tomorrow morning that is uh, going to be really, really dope. I'm very excited. I have one. I got Frankie Muriel. He is a lead singer of a band, nationally known band called Dr. Vegas. Um, he's based out of here, out here in St. Louis, but he also does does shows um, in Vegas. He does shows all over the country. Uh, their their band is amazing. So he does a happy hour show every Friday night. So he's going to be on the show tomorrow to talk about that, and I'm very excited about that. That dude is fire, and his band is off the chain. So I'm excited to see have him on the show. And then the other thing, this is something I've been working on for months, y'all. Okay, so just just hear me out. And I'm very excited. Very, very excited. You want to know why? Wait, guys, guys, ask me. Why are you excited, why Pascal? Why are you excited? <laughs> the reason why I'm excited, man, is because I got my sister, Sandy, known as Socialite Sandy on YouTube, will nice. be on the show tomorrow exclusively on the show tomorrow my sister socialite sandy or she has a show called the socialite life or a youtube channel called the socialite life you gotta go and check it out uh she's you know lifestyle hair and makeup the whole nine uh she is dope uh she has a huge she has a huge vlog channel the whole nine and she's doing the damn thing over past um she does uh is she also hairless? No. <laughs> she has a full head of hair. All right, James. Anyway, uh I'm the only one that's bald in, in out of the kids. Uh that means I have three sisters. So there you go. And I'm the only boy. But my sister will be on. She's a big uh she's a big YouTuber. Um she's got a large following over a quarter of a million uh, subscribers on her YouTube channel, the whole nine, and she is just dope. And she's going to be on having a great time, chopping it up with me and talking about what it's like for her, with, especially being a mother of twins, being quarantined with twins. That's a lot. That's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot <laughs> with, with twins. They're, and they're, they're, they're still babies, you know, they're toddlers. So, woo. So I'm excited about her being on the show. So we got Frankie Muriel and my sister, socialite sandy of the socialite life live on the show tomorrow morning i'm super hype about it because here's the thing my sister's not easy to get on a show i every time i try to get her on a show it takes like it takes a little while to get her on the show so the, the fact that she's going to be on the show tomorrow is huge and i'm 